Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here. Today we're going to be talking about Q's absenteeism. We're going to be talking about Camilla Harris's birtherism. And we're going to be talking about how QAnon doesn't do any fucking research about anything at all. In this case, it is vis-a-vis the assassination of John F. Kennedy and how they, quote-unquote, have researched that a conspiracy killed the president. Uh, before I do all of that real quick, I uh, have a, a shout-out to do for uh, 28th Amendment. Thank you so much for taking care of your dealers. I appreciate this. Uh, the 28th Amendment is something they want to kind of redefine the powers and the role of the president in America. Try to box it in a little bit more than it currently is, because uh, we're getting close to an elected dictator here in ye old United States, as it were. So, uh, having said all of that, Camila Harris, legal to be president? Question mark. This is so ridiculously stupid and dumb. Uh, it was not an issue when she was actually running for president. But since she's been tapped by Joe Biden to be the vice presidential nominee, we have to deal with people now saying, hey, wait a minute, a black person could be president. That's not legal. But remember, the Democrats, they're the real racists. It's uh, its ridiculous. I read these articles and my head just exploded. I really cannot deal with the incredible amount of bad faith that goes into this kind of thing where these people just make this stuff up in order to try to slander somebody who is their political enemy. It's ridiculous. It's really, really insane. And that QAnon has jumped on this as they have, it just goes to show how desperate they are to smear their enemies. They have no core values other than Democrat bad, Trump good. That's it. That's all they care about. They're just here to promote their guy against their enemy, and that's all that matters. 
it's why this whole uh, post office shutdown thing is so dangerous. Because QAnon's going to back it. QAnon's going to back anything Trump does. Because this is what happens when you have a radicalizing campaign like this. There is no possible action that can be taken that cannot be justified. Because if you allow Joe Biden to win the presidency, children will be slaughtered en masse to Moloch. The blood of the innocent will fill the streets. Um, Christianity will be under attack, if not outright destroyed. The Antichrist will rise up to enslave America. We will be enthralled to Satan. This is, this is the bullshit they peddle. These are the lies they tell. This is how it works. And it's so cynical and vicious and malevolent that there's really not much you can say about it other than it's scary. It's very scary that this is where our politics are right now. That we have people running for Congress as out and proud QAnon supporters. Marjorie Taylor Greene today tweeted out that George Soros is an enemy of the public. Uh, her 9-11 trutherism was uh, on display. And it's really disheartening to think that she is such an overwhelming favorite to win her seat because this kind of talk is not disqualifying to Republicans. I hope to God that it is. I hope that it sinks in the people that letting someone this fucking insane to enter the halls of power in Congress is a bad idea. But we're going to find out. We are going to find out. And it's really, really worrying. But that's where we are. That there are people who are going to accept anything Trump does as being justifiable, as being acceptable. Because they want to kill their enemies. Because they just want to crush everyone they hate. They are malevolent. They are violent. They are revenge-minded. And they are obsessed with all of these things. They need bloodlust. They need carnage. They need to win. And, and winning does not mean winning an election. Winning means making their enemies suffer. Actually hurting them. And when you have that kind of devoted lunatic uh, base of people voting for somebody, you have a very dangerous group to deal with. So they'll take any scrap, any crumb, anything that Trump tells them, and they'll just believe it, and they'll just follow it. They don't need Q to talk for them. They, they got Q plus going out, hey, Camille Harris might not be eligible to be president. I don't know. Sounds like something interesting to me. Donald Trump just ha just has to just ask some questions, and QAnon falls right behind him. This is the hard work they do to research and investigate things in order to find the truth. This is the just absolutely determined, studious analysis of, of 
the facts and evidence they do in order to come to the right conclusions, the proper conclusions, the truthful conclusions. That, did Trump say it? Well, if Trump said it, it it's true. That's it. That's all they fucking care about. Um, beyond all that, Q hasn't posted yet in August. He waited 17 days to post a bunch in July, so he takes half a month off. It's, it's tough work being the super secret spy that's trying to save the world. I mean, you can't expect him to actually be posting all the time now to give us the red-hot insider intel about Camila Harris, about Joe Biden, about the virus, about the post office. There's nothing going on. We're not less than three months out from an election that could decide the fate of the Republic or anything. Uh, in Q's own mythos, mind you, I mean, Q themselves have said that, that the, everything's hanging in the balance here. That If Biden gets in, we're fucked. But he's not telling us what we need to hear. He's not giving us any information. He's like, yeah, I posted for a few days in July. I can take half of August off. Meh, whatevs. Now, what's interesting is, is that early in July, uh, Jim Watkins' wife had a bout of, of COVID, and he was taking care of her. And here in August, uh, Ron Watkins' dog died. So you can see how they've been distracted. They've been busy with personal tragedies and problems in their lives. And because of that, they didn't get around to writing the Q-drops. They've been distant. They've got more important stuff to do. Jim's significant other was taken ill with a deadly virus. Their beloved dog passed away. I mean, these things suck. And when you're dealing with them, you don't think to go on your stupid super secret spy account and link to some Sarah Carter articles or some interview Hannity did or some tweets by Martin Geddes or Jordan Sather. Because you got more important fish to fry. You're dealing with personal crises. Crisis I? I don't know what the plural is there, but that's what they're dealing with. That's their situation. So because of all that, they don't bother with posting Q drops. And good, thank God. Please, guys, stay busy. Stay busy and stay with the fuck off the Q account. You ne Q never covered Wayfair. That's how lazy Q is nowadays. Wayfair was a slam dunk. The easiest thing in the world to rile up all their lunatic followers. And Q didn't even cover it. Q was like, meh, you know what? That Wayfair thing, I don't need to do anything about it. If you type in Wayfair into, the, uh, into a search engine for QAnon, you get nothing. No hits. Wayfair is never mentioned. And that was a dumb conspiracy crisis that was so big, normies were texting me about it, demanding I debunk it, or else they were going to believe it. Which hasn't happened in years. Usually I'm the one who has to tell them, hey, here's the latest weird shit from QAnon. And they're like, God damn it, poker. Don't don't fucking put this shit on me. Don't don't tell me about your fucking 
psychotic internet death cult people. Keep I, I you're the barrier between us and them. You you fight the good fight. You go be the 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 thin sanity line between us and unbridled madness. Don't don't let us know about it. We don't need to hear about this this awful shit. So like that's that's my place in the world normally, but th- that day it was just like Wayfair is trafficking children, and I totally believe it. And then I had to be like, no, they're not. They're like, no, they are. I'm like, no, they're not. But they are. And finally, I was able to convince them after a while. But they wanted to believe. And that's the terrifying thing about these conspiracy theories, is they're insidious. They get in your brain, and you you want to buy in. You want to believe, because it, it sounds plausible, and you want to, in this case, save the children. That's the surface-level bullshit they always use. Save the children, fight corruption, drain the swamp. That's the surface. That's what they lure you in with, and then boom. The next thing you know, you're screaming, fuck Bill Gates. But, uh... So Q's just had stuff to do. Q's been busy. So, uh, stay busy, Q. Uh, mourn your dog. Go adopt a new dog. Um, find catharsis. Uh, live a good life. And stop posting. Just quit. Q's run its course. QAnon lives on without Q. Make the Q drops that we currently have the canonical, the canonical uh, quibble, as it were. It does not need to be a living document anymore. We we have Q has already said enough, which is something they all all the QAnon grifters say whenever you guys take a two week break or longer. They're like, ah, Q's already told us everything we need to know. We're good. And then you post, boom, 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 boom. And they're like, oh my god, the decodes! We gotta figure it all out. What does it mean? This time there were five booms. Holy fucking shit. We've never had a five boomer before. I mean, that's that's what they are. They're, there's children. Children who scream and yell about fucking everything. So, we have that. We have that dumb shit. But uh, the other thing I wanted to cover was... Um, I want to argue with QAnon about the Kennedy assassination because I fucking know the Kennedy assassination. It's something that I was deeply fascinated by as a teenager, and I read all the books. I watched all the specials. I was religiously uh, watching and videotaping and rewatching the Men Who Killed Kennedy uh, series. I was lived in the conspiracy theory world. I mean, I was all about it. Um, QAnon merely adopted the conspiracy theory. I was born in it, molded by it, all that stuff. And the two times that I've actually talked to somebody in QAnon about the assassination of President Kennedy, they have told me that I need to watch um, Dark Legacy or uh, Rich Man's Trick. And I watched them. And that's the thing, is that this is what QAnon thinks is research. This is what they think is what you do in order to, in order to find evidence and prove something. You watch one video, and you watch a video that is lying to you aggressively. Just absolutely pathologically lying to you. Because... Uh, Dark Legacy is mostly just about George W. Bush, George H. W. Bush was in the CIA, even though he claimed he wasn't. And they make a lot of uh, 
good points of circumstantial evidence that Pappy Bush was in the CIA, that's fine. Maybe he probably was. I wouldn't doubt it. But it, that doesn't translate into him murdering Kennedy. And that's the big thing, is that these stories are more about fleshing out a villain than they are about actually telling you the story of the shooting itself and what happened on that day in Daly Plaza at 12.30 uh, local time. And that is really, to me, all that matters because you have to make your case for the assassination working out the way you said it did. And that's what I care about, the assassination itself. I don't care about your list of 1960s uh, political cronies, flunkies, and hoodlums that you're able to just pile up in a list and tell me all about. They don't really matter to me in any way, shape, or form. What matters to me is you giving me some evidence that disproves what the Warren Commission said happened in the assassination. And I would prefer for you to give me evidence that I haven't heard a thousand fucking times before. And the thing is, is I can give you evidence. I can give you really good evidence against the Warren Commission's uh, view of things. I can argue against the single bullet. I can argue uh, the headshot. I can argue the number of shots. I can argue the spacing of shots. And these are things that can be debated and you can actually bring up as points to argue the case for conspiracy. But neither one of these videos do it. And of the two videos, uh, Dark Legacy is just incredibly lazy. And they're just like, yeah, so Kennedy got shot from the front, back into the left, blah, blah, blah. And they just, they just go right back to attacking George H.W. Bush because they really don't care about the assassination itself. The assassination proper is just glossed over. It's a very boilerplate reaction. Whereas uh, Rich Man's Trick is total fucking insanity. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. They listed... 10 shots at the motorcade. And then after they listed 10 shots, the announcer declared that 16 shots were fired at President Kennedy. 80% of witnesses in Daly Plaza, 80% said that three shots were fired. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The rest of witnesses said four shots were fired. That is the overwhelming majority of ear witnesses to the assassination. That it was either three or four shots. And this fucking video comes out and says that 16 shots were fired at the president. Even if they stopped at 10 shots to be fired, that is still more than double of the minority's view of number of gunshots that were fired. The majority say three. So it's more than triple the majority's uh, declaration of how many gunshots were fired that's how silly this is and this is something people will tell me oh watch that it'll debunk it that's the thing you watch one video and it fucking lies to you about unbelievably basic stuff and these people don't care because it told them what they wanted to hear it confirmed their biases and now they're set. They're all set. They've watched one video. They don't need to dig any deeper. They have this very surface-level knowledge of what happened. And it is fundamentally wrong. It is absolutely, completely not what anyone said happened in Daily Plaza. It has nothing to do with anything. It's literally a conspiracy theory made out of whole cloth. And there are so many different conspiracy theories you can come up with. There are so many different shooters and so many different positions that you can position people into and put them there. You can go over all this stuff. You can talk about the mysterious Umbrella Man. You can talk about Badge Man. I would fucking piss my pants if any of these assholes could tell me who Badge Man is. If Groucho's ghost is listening to this, he might know Badgeman. He knows... Uh, I'm not gonna... He would not might. He knows. Groucho knows who Badgeman is. But this is the thing. This is the shit that happens when you get involved in a conspiracy theory like the Kennedy assassination. You go into the weeds. It's like QAnon. It's just dumb shit. It's all this weird, mysterious stuff. Um... Somewhere in Daily Plaza, I, I read this in a couple sources, but I haven't heard seen it in many places. Allegedly, some place in Daily Plaza, there was a pool of blood, just an, a, an actual, just like pool of blood, just on the ground somewhere, and it, it had nothing to do with anything. It was nowhere near the limo or anything, and I've only read about it uh, very much in a few sources, and I haven't been able to track it down and confirm nor deny the pool of blood, which. I mean, holy shit, how fucking weird is that? And I, I think it's, it's so bizarre. It almost can't possibly be true. But this is, this is what happens. This is what happens when you study this kind of stuff. You get down this weeds. You start reading all this weird stuff. 
you start. Uh, I read a I read a book that was literally about how it was like a four hundred page book, and it was entirely about how the entire Zapruder film had been forged. The entire thing was fraudulent. It, none of it was real, which is bullshit because the testimony of Jackie Kennedy and John Connolly and Nellie Connolly, all the people that were in the limo who didn't die in the assassination, all the really subtle things that happened in the limo during the shooting are recorded on the Zapruder film. And the Zapruder film was witnessed by people the night of the assassination. Uh, Walter Cronkite famously claimed that President Kennedy fell forward after the fatal headshot. I don't know if he was just fucking scared shitless by what happened and watching the president's head spasm back into the left, as it were, made him say, oh my God, the government's just fucking lying to us. I gotta fucking tamp this shit down. I don't know what is going on. But the Zapruder film was seen. It was a thing. Uh, Zapruder had sold it to Time Life magazine within a few days for a giant chunk of change. And then they hit it for a decade, and then it came out later. Uh, Geraldo Rivera, of all people, uh, got a bootleg copy, and he was the one that aired it on national television um, and got the ball rolling for America to just be totally fucking freaked out and ruined by the Zapruder film. And yet, you, you go through these kinds of things. You study them, and then you just you just go to crazy town. You just go so far off the beaten path that reality no longer matters to you. Um, there's a, a conspiracy theory that some guy was in the grassy knoll wearing a World War One German war helmet with a fucking pi- a spike sticking out of the top of the head. And this person drew an outline of that person because when you're trying to whack the president, you often wear uh, World War One German helmets to be inconspicuous. It loves you blend in, almost chameleon-like into the situation. And uh, Rich Man's Trick has, like, President Kennedy's body being stolen off of Air Force One, which is uh, bullshit. Um, all this kinds of stuff. I mean, there's uh, there's a note that the FBI used about surgery being performed on the head, which isn't what it was. It's, it's the exact same thing as the uh, whole cri- uh, Clinton Foundation Crimes Against Children um, Fox News list. This is a thing that an FBI agent put down as a note, which didn't mean what they think it means, but they run with it because it it builds their narrative. It helps confirm the narrative, which is what they care about. And this is what QAnon does. They watch one video that tells them those 16 shots were fired at President Kennedy, or they watch one video... Um, like Dark Legacy, where it just says, back him to the left, and the doctors of Parkland said the back of his head was missing. There you go, open and shut case. And neither of these things are open and shut. Neither of these things prove conspiracy. Um, the doctors at Parkland, I've said this before on this podcast, but I'll just go over this really quickly. The doctors at Parkland were freaking the fuck out. The president of the United States had just been driven to their hospital with his brains blown out. He was moribund. He was going to die, and they couldn't stop it. But they had to give it the old college try. They missed the bullet wound in the back in his back that w- was the magic bullet. The bullet went through his back and then out the, uh, out the front of his neck. So when they were interviewed by the press, they 
called the neck wound a wound of entrance because they didn't know it could have been a wound of exit. So the idea that these doctors, in the most stressful moment of their lives, might have slightly misplaced where that head wound was, isn't that impossible? It doesn't really um, seem like it's a crazy thought because they couldn't treat the head wound. His, his head was exploded. He was dead. They were just trying to miracle him back to life. They gave him a tracheotomy. They started transfusing blood. They were doing just basic triage. And they applied pressure to the head wound what they could. And then he died because he was never not dying. The term they used was moribund. I mean, they could have just called it a day the moment he got wheeled in. But he had a pulse. He had vague uh, life signs. So they had, no, fuck it. The president has a heartbeat. The president is, like, has a back pulse. Try to save him. And then a few minutes later, they're like, well, couldn't save him. He's dead. That was one of the, my favorite things that I've ever read was the uh, back uh, cover of the, uh, of, a heart, of a hardbound uh, copy of the uh, Warren Commission and the back cover said, uh, why did the doctors at Parkland fail to save the president's life? And it's like, well, I don't know, because his fucking brain was destroyed? <laughs> it's just, it was the greatest question ever. I mean, it's just like, why did the doctors at Parkland not perform a miracle to save a dead person and reanimate him and turn him into the second coming of Jesus? So, I mean... It, <laughs> It's just a shit situation. And this kind of thing requires you to actually do work. You have to read the Warren Report. You have to read Case Closed and Vincent Bugliosi's anti-conspiracy theory book. You have to go... You have to read both sides of the issue. You have to see the other side you just can't get the cherry-picked uh, Oswald couldn't have possibly have fucking done it view and then be like, oh, that's it. I'm, set I'm totally settled. I'm solved. I'll never forget, um, there was a um, documentary and they tried to prove the single bullet. They tried to validate the single bullet as being a real thing. And the funniest thing was, is they had uh, two blobs of, like, jello, of gelatin. And they were going to shoot a Manlicker-Kirkconnor rifle through one blob and into the second blob. And that was going to emulate uh, Kennedy's neck and Connolly's torso being hit by the bullet. And they needed to get the bullet to leave Kennedy's neck and then start tumbling. They didn't want the bullet to go straight through and keep going straight because the wound in Connolly's back was not a straight-on direct hit from the nose of a bullet. It was uh, a bullet going sideways, tumbling in midair, and hitting him long ways through his chest. And they fired the bullet through the gelatin that was Kennedy's neck and into the gelatin that was Connolly's uh, torso, and the bullet went straight through. 
And my react, and this is back when I was totally pilled and totally a conspiracy theorist. And my reaction was, well, you just proved conspiracy, idiots. And then they were like, well, now we're going to get out this tougher jello to better represent Kennedy's neck. And I was like, bullshit, you fucking lying pricks. You just had the jello to represent his neck, and now it didn't give you the result you wanted, so you're cheating. And then with the tough jello, they got the tumble. The tough jello gave them the tumble through the. Um, gelatin and it allowed the bullet to hit the Connolly torso gelatin sideways the way they were hoping now I will give the conspiracy theorists who are not listening to my podcast a little bit of wisdom a little bit of insight and if anyone wants to try to uh, do the Oswald acted alone side of this argument and that'd be great but this is one of those sticking points that always has been in the back of my head and again I know this shit so Get ready for some fucking inside baseball crap. The bullet exits neck. Very, it is. Uh, it was thought to be an entrance wound, and um, the one of the doctors that was treating Kennedy thought that the tracheotomy tube could have just been put right through the hole because it was such a perfect, tiny, circular wound. Now that's the thing. The bullet obviously left Kennedy's neck going dead straight because it was a. Just a little, practically an entrance wound, according to the doctors. It was not a blowout. It didn't blow out his throat. It didn't cause this incredible amount of damage. It was a very small wound. And yet the bullet that was going dead straight as it left Kennedy then tumbled in the air and hit Connolly going sideways. It was not tumbling inside of Kennedy's body. It was only tumbling when it left, which... I don't know my ballistics that well, so if someone's like, oh yeah, bolts tumble all the way, all the time like that, that totally happens. I'll be like, oh, okay, you got me. But to my neophyte knowledge of ballistics and understanding how gunshots work, that seems weird. So, hey, Team Conspiracy, there's a point for you. You can give that a try. Run up the flagpole, see how it works for you. Of course, the only problem with that is, is that um, you still have to account for why a bullet hit Connolly sideways in the back if it didn't tumble. Like, the entrance wound in, in Connolly's back is very weird in that way. So, again, deep in the weeds. I know way too much about this shit. But, but QAnon doesn't want to know that too much about this shit. They just want to watch one video and then claim they know it. They, want to, they, just, they just want a little snippet and call themselves an expert. They just want a little bit of evidence and then they're, they're done. They're all set. Oh, uh, the case is closed. They've solved it. They know. They know everything. They know the truth. They know that sixteen gunshots were fired at President Kennedy and John Connolly. How? They watched one fucking video. That's all they'll ever need to watch. They got this cold. If you don't believe them, you're a deep state shill funded by George Soros. Go to hell, you prick. So they're not. When they talk about research, when they talk about deep dives, when they talk about digging, they're lying. They don't do any of those things. They just uh, fucking watch things to confirm their prejudices. They just get their confirmation bias and then they move on with their lives. They don't want to be challenged. They don't ever want to be challenged. Because when you get challenged, you might change your views. Case closed really did a number on me. I had to think a lot about that if Oswald actually did it. Now, uh, Posner, the guy who wrote Case Closed, absolutely writes it like a prosecutor trying a case. He does like leave out a bunch of evidence that kind of exonerates Oswald. 
or at least could be used to paint Oswald in a better light than he was painting him with, because he's painting Oswald as the absolute murderer of President Kennedy and acting alone, etc., etc. So, this is the nature of uh, work. This is the nature of understanding. And it's something that QAnon does not care to know about in the slightest. They are here only to call you a pedophile and only to yell at you when you try to talk logic and reason to them. They're very much against uh, reasoned debate and discourse. I only have one question today, because you are all slackers. Well, that's not actually the case. The real reason why I only have one question is because I never remember to post a question thread uh, on Thursdays when I'm at work, and I post it way too late. So people don't see the question thread until... uh, I am, like, only a few hours away from recording the podcast. And the only question I got was, is Q's taking a recess? Which uh, he is, which is what I was covering. Um, I'll do a quick scroll through my uh, timeline to find that um, question, as it were. And so I can name the person who questioned me, because that's what I do on this podcast and the person who questioned me was uh, Runs and Roses. Or Roses being a pl- uh, uh, possessive instead of plural. So thanks for the question, Run. Runs. Runes. Rooney. I don't know. So uh, that concludes the old podcast for this evening. Um, I'll be back Sunday night. I might do a special uh, silly podcast some other time, maybe Monday night, I don't know, but I just had something in my head that I've been thinking about for a while, and uh, I doubt you'd have it, I doubt you would see it coming, as it were, but for some reason, this subject has uh, tickled my fancy yet again, so I'm going to address it, and I hope you enjoy it, it is what I would consider to be a bit, I've, uh, I've told this story in, in the meat space world uh, three or four times to different audiences, and by audience, I mean one or two people. And uh, every time I've done this bit, it is killed. So if I bomb spectacularly with my special uh, podcast, then uh, I don't know uh, funny, as it were, I guess. So I will uh, catch you all later. Have a good one. Stay safe and all that good stuff. And don't forget to vote in person. Fuck Donald Trump, etc., etc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.